What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 24 of the Daughter and Pops podcast. We're the lucky number 24 today, Kobe. <laughs> Kobe, Kobe, the best that ever did it. That's for sure. So we'll be going over everything that happened yesterday because there's just a million things. And the three WNBA games and the four NBA games today. Before we get started, anything to say from you, Pops? No, I'm ready to work. Okay, well, before we get started, my little sister Lily wants to stop in and say hi. Hi guys, I'm Unicorn and I love unicorns. <laughs> there you go, Kent. Thanks, Lily. What she's saying right there is to take the Dallas Mavericks today, right? since she's Christoph a unicorn, Porzingis. like Team Comeover. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you, Lily. Thanks, Lily. Okay, so first off, what we're gonna start off with is the NBA draft lottery. What did you think about that? Um. Well, I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> I thought uh, one of the bigger name markets was going to get the first pick for sure. That didn't happen. Uh, Minnesota, eh, I don't think uh, th this would be the year that the first pick would go to Minnesota. Um, whether it's Anthony Edwards, LaMelo Ball. Right, and James um, Wiseman. James Wiseman. And of those three names that I just mentioned, I actually think Wiseman's a bust. Really? I do. Okay. And I've thought that now for a couple of years. Oh, that's right. You did say that the other year. Well, I thought it was interesting. I think that the Hawks, um, they they were 12.5% chance of getting the first pick, and they ended up getting the sixth pick. Okay. So they kind of got busted. Or, yeah. I wonder if a team like, good job coming up with the numbers, a team like the Sacramento Kings. I just feel like right. they're... I mean, they didn't have a very high chance this year. But I'm just saying in general, whether it's draft lotteries, it just seems like they always get like a lower number, a worse number than they're expected to. Combined with their old series with the Lakers back in the day. I feel like the Kings are the team that always gets the short end of yeah. the stick. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And everybody's talking about how the Knicks got busted as well, getting the number eight spot, and they had a nine percent chance to get the first pick. Yeah, that was that was rough for them. Uh, I feel sorry for Knicks fans, but <laughs> I don't feel that sorry only because of the owner, uh, uh, Mr. Dolan. I just thought, I think for so many years he's been a, a black mark for for the NBA. So um, I think, I think yeah, karma, karma is a crazy thing. <laughs> okay, well, let's move on from that since we gave our thoughts there. Let's go to, you want to go NBA or WNBA first? Of reviewing yesterday. Uh, NBA first. Okay, we'll go the NBA. So first off, we'll start off with the Miami Heat and the, and the Packers, as I call them. So the Heat won 109 to 100. I know that Duncan Robinson went for 24 points, the lucky number 24. Um, so he was the leading scorer for the Heat. And for the Packers, Victor Oladipo was the leading scorer with 22 points. I feel like that was a pretty close game, but the Heat are now up 2-0, like I said. Yeah, um, 
you did say that. I mean, the Heat covered. Game went under uh, the posted total uh, by about seven, seven and a half points. Uh, the Heat, they're legit, you know, and it seems like they're having a lot of fun out there. Chemistry-wise, they're doing a great job. That was kind of what it was like during the bubble uh, yeah. for the for the Pacers, as you call them, the Packers. Obviously, they got T.J. Warren, but uh, obviously they're missing um, at least for sure one piece. And I, just, I think Miami's. I think Miami's legit. I think they have a legitimate chance to make it to the finals, uh, and I think they're proven to be the better team. I think this series at most goes five games. Okay, that makes sense. Now, the next game we have the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Houston Rockets. So the Rockets won 111 to 98. Um, James Harden went for 21 points, 5 rebounds, and 9 assists. And another one that was surprising was Daniel House Jr. went for 19 points points and nine rebounds he's been daniel house has really picked it up i mean he's, yes he has he's done a great job so credit to him and then on the thunder side shy gilgis alexander had 31 points and six boards and daniela daniel gallinari had 17 points and five boards so there was two decent performances right there well four decent performances <laughs> The big thing for me there was another game that went under the posted total. So, again, went below the over-under. It went way below, number one. And then number two, um, the simple fact that I feel like if there was a game for um, the Thunder to to go ahead and win, this was the game considering Harden had a really bad shooting day. Uh-huh. And he wasn't that efficient on the offensive end, and yet... They still couldn't win. So the Thunder, and I've been wrong on the Thunder both games. Um, <laughs> more so on the first game than the second one. But either way, that's just for full disclosure, and that's the only way to do this, is in game two, Thunder essentially, not to say must win, but pretty close. And no Westbrook. Uh, Harden had a bad day, and you still lost. What do you do now? Yeah. I mean, I guess the Rockets are really that good then. <laughs> you know, are are the Rockets the the Western Conference version of the Miami Heat? No, I'll still take the Heat. I think the Heat have more fire. And no, I, I agree, but Miami's this kind of, they weren't projected to be one of the first two teams out of the East, and now here true. they are. What about the Rockets? Are they the, are they the same version? I guess so, yeah. Okay. Must be. The next game, we had the Orlando Magic versus the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks uh, won 111-96. to um, Nikola Vucevic has been going off. He had 32 points and 10 boards against him, which is very impressive going against Giannis. And yeah, Giannis had 28 points and 20 rebounds. Yeah, I mean, that was a must-win game. <laughs> yeah, it was for them. So I mean, nothing really surprises me with regards to this game. Um, you know, but hang on, you yep. also had Patrick Connington, fit fifteen points and eleven rebounds. Future Laker. Um, oh, I can see that. That uh, so, this was a game where Milwaukee was winning big, and then Orlando made it a little bit tight uh, late with regards to the cover. Milwaukee covered. 
But more than anything, the game went under the posted total by over 20 points. So I don't know if you guys are catching a theme or not. It's but a lot another of game went another game went under. Okay. And then the last game of the day was the LA Lakers versus the Portland Trail Blazers. The Lakers won 111 to 88. And Anthony Davis was the leading scorer of this game. He had 31 points and 11 boards. And for the Blazers, it was Damian Lillard with 18 points. Okay. So, I'm not surprised. Kind of like the Bucks. I mean, I wasn't expecting that big of a blowout for the Lakers. But I did think... Well, actually, I said on the air in yesterday's podcast that I like the Blazers. But <laughs> let me finish here. I mean, obviously, the Lakers were the number one seed, just like Milwaukee. Uh, the Lakers certainly didn't, couldn't afford to go down 0-2. Portland had all the momentum. Lakers showed championship pedigree and medal by coming out and doing what they did. Hope uh, Dame Dalla is is okay with his finger. If he says he's good to go, then I believe he's good to go. Yeah. But either way, uh, it, it would be a robbery if, if we're not able to see Dame uh, play in this series. And uh, So hopefully he's okay. Yes. Uh, but again, this game went under the posted total by 31 points. So if you get the theme of yesterday in the NBA, it's every game went under in three of the four by big time double digits. So we always say it. I said it the other day. Game twos are always about adjustments. As they go game to game, it's always about the in-game adjustments. Today, you know, obviously with with what we got going on, we're going to see yet another adjustment period as we enter more games. Um, and, and what is it going to be? Uh, I, I see... You know, people are going to be blindly betting the unders just because of what happened yesterday whenever you have a clean sweep like that. So, we'll see. Speaking of three out of four, three of the four teams got to 111 points. That well, is true. Well, not got to, but finished with 111 Finished, points. and then I think the other team that didn't got to 109. Yeah, and that was the Heat. That's pretty, that's pretty that's, crazy. That's about, <laughs> as, that's about as random as it gets. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay, and then quickly, we're going to be going over what happened in the WNBA yesterday. So, first off, we had the Chicago Sky versus the New York Liberty. Not really too much of a surprise here. The Sky got to 101 points, and Liberty got 85. Um, the The player with the most amount of points in this game was Azura Stevens. She got 25 points and 7 rebounds. But going against the Liberty... Because they are the they are the worst defensive team in the league. It's not really too impressive on what you do against them. Yeah, you know no, what I mean, Pops? Yeah, I do know what you mean. For me, nothing surprised me about this game. I mean, these teams are two of the fast pace-wise, uh, the fastest in the WNBA. Yeah, I don't have much to say here. Not a surprise. Yeah, me either. Speaking of a surprise, next up we had the Indiana Fever who got 90 points and won against the Seattle Storm, who got 84. And my girl, Kennedy Burke, went for 23 points. And on the other side, Jewel Lloyd had 35. Well, (laughs) crazy. That's your girl is right. For me, um, the fever, uh, I did say that I was going to play them just based on uh, the situation for Seattle. Uh, but I didn't, so that was nice to go ahead and win that. But I certainly wasn't expecting them to win outright. But I don't think anybody was. 
Credit to them. Kind of like the NBA with the bubble where there's players that step up. Same thing with the WNBA. Not saying that they're scrubs for Indiana, but they had a short team, short bench, uh, but they still found a way to win the game. They sure did. And the last game of the day from yesterday was the Las Vegas Aces who won the game for, at 99 points against the Connecticut Sun who scored 78. In this game, Kayla McBride got to 25 points. And on the other side, Alyssa Thomas got 15 points, 7 boards, and 7 assists. I don't have anything to say on this one. <laughs> I was a little surprised by just how much the Aces won by. Connecticut's starting to turn things around. Uh, so I give them credit. Uh, and, and I'm excited for their next game come in a, in a couple days. I'll go back to Seattle real quick. That game, just throw that away. Don't, don't take too much into that score and what happened in that game. Seattle's going to be just fine. Yeah. Okay, well... For the highest scorer in the basketball game from yesterday, it was Jewel Lloyd for with 35 points. And yes, I know she lost, but she was the highest, score, highest scorer of the day. And in my opinion, the most impressive one of the day was Giannis with 28 points and 20 rebounds. Like anytime you get 20 rebounds, that's crazy. Yeah. And I, I don't understand... How if he got 20 rebounds, how his teammate got 11 rebounds. And on the other side, Vucevic got 10 rebounds. That's true. So, obviously there was a lot of shots put up in that game. Okay, let's move on to the games just today. <laughs> we spent a lot of time on that. Sounds good, let's do it. Okay, so first off in the WNBA, we have the LA Sparks, who are 8-3, and three, against the Atlanta Dream, who are 2-10. and 10. So I'll go quick, because I know we've taken up some time already. The Sparks opened up 13.5 point favorite, currently 15. Total was 165, currently 164. Um, Tati, I'll let you go first. Okay, well, this is a former team alert because Brittany Sykes is going against her former team. She's 6,700. I know I mentioned her um, the last time the Sparks played, and she's been playing pretty well. So she's my sleeper. She played really well with Atlanta. Then I think that there were, I think there was some chemistry issues almost towards the end of that season. So that's, that'll be interesting. And on the other side for the dream is Kalani Brown. She's 3,800. If she ever plays in the game, um, she will be going against her former teammates of Candace Parker, Candace Parker and NECA. But in my opinion, Brittany Sykes is the biggest sleeper of this game. Um, the other person I like is Marie Gulich. She's 5,500. I don't really know what it is, but like I keep on going back to her name. So, we'll see how she does. I feel like she can... I feel like she'll have a good game today. Okay. So, for me... Woo! Two teams, completely different, right? So, Sparks, obviously, are doing really well, but they're also covering all their games, while the Dream are doing just the opposite of losing all their games and not covering. So, <laughs> the let me put it to you this way. The Sparks have... When I have covered every single point spread in August except for one game. Meanwhile, the Dream, the, out of all their games in August, they've only covered one time. So talk <laughs> about opposites. talk about streaking. Um, and just based on current form and situations, I can only take the Sparks here. 
but so does everybody else. So for me, this is a pass. Okay. Well, from the DraftKings side, definitely take Brittany Sykes in this game. In my okay. opinion, I like her. Sounds good. Well, well, not only will we turn that page, we'll make sure to write that down so we can follow. Yeah, right? Okay. Next up, we have the Washington Mystics, who are 4-7, and seven, against Pop's favorite team, the Dallas Wings, who are 4-8. and eight. Okay. I like the Wings here. <laughs> uh, I like the Wings, too. Um, but anytime we talk about the Mystics record, I just can't help but go back to the season preview where we were all over that under on their <laughs> season win total. Um, so again, there's my normal plug. Every time we talk, every time they play. Every time. So, talk about not being able to cover spreads. <laughs> the Mystics, even though they won their last game against the Dream by seven, that was exactly the point spread. So that was a push. So definitely not a win. Washington, of their eight games that they've played in August, they've yet to cover. And guess what, guys? They're not going to cover here either. So, I like Dallas. I feel like they've been pretty consistent. Like, real consistent. Um, and I just feel like they're the better team. I actually have more questions about them. The Mystics, as the favorite, as as opposed to the, the underdog wings. I know what I'm going to get with Dallas. And I'll let you touch on that. But for the line, I think I forgot to give it out. I was just so excited to talk about Dallas. <laughs> Washington opened up as a two-and-a-half-point uh, uh, underdog. Currently, the Wings are a two-point underdog, and the total opened up at 161.5, currently at 162. Um, I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys, I not only like the Dallas side, I actually like the over to go with it. So call it your two-team parlay of the day. Dallas to the over. <laughs> okay, well... For the Mystics, they only have eight players today, unless Kiara Leslie plays, which she's doubtful, so I highly doubt it. We're going to call this the Indiana Fever situation then? Yes. And with the Wings, they have nine players with one player questionable, which I'm not, I don't count the players that are questionable. So this will be like a faster paced game at the beginning, but towards the end, I could see these two teams getting tired with there only being limited, uh, only a few players on each team. So we'll see how it goes towards the end there. From the Mystics, I noticed that it's Stella Johnson. Yeah. And she's 6,200. She seems like she's playing really well. And it could only it could be because Kiara Leslie's out and she, she's like one of the bench players. Um, so we'll see how she does today. But I don't really know. I don't. I've I haven't seen her so high before at six thousand two hundred. Okay. From the wings side, I noticed that Marina Mabry has gone all the way up to seven thousand four hundred. I still like her in this game since the Mystics have like a strong interior um, defense when it comes to Emma Meesman and Ariel Atkins. And so, like, outside shots will definitely count in this game. So, in that case, I do like Marina Mabry there. And I'm going to pull a Pops today. I like Bella Larry at 5,000. <laughs> now we're talking. So, those are my picks on this game. Okay. So, <sighs> yeah, I, I think we go ahead and flip it personally. Uh, 
So through two games so far, who's the one player that you have to have from a DFS standpoint? Brittany Sykes. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Sykes it is. Let's go. Psych it out. <laughs> okay. Last but not least, we got the Minnesota Lynx, the Phoenix Mercury. Interesting game here. The Lynx opened up as a two-point favorite. And now currently the Mercury are a two-point favorite. Don't see that every day. Going Total opened up at 163.5, currently down to 162. For me, personally, I lean the Lynx side. Uh, I just feel like they're a little bit, to me, currently more consistent. I like their current form a little bit more than I like Phoenix. Um, but what I also like is the over in this game. Even though the totals go in the other way, obviously there's some fluky stuff going on here. I personally think that because the Lynx, their games have been going over the posted total lately. Um, and I, I think part of that's due to Sylvia Fowles being out, so they lose their defensive anchor. And Phoenix, they're coming off a couple of losses in a row. You think they're going to be re ready to fire a performance today. And they're actually more healthy than the Minnesota side coming into this game. So I think this is going to be a really close game where free throws spill this total over late. Um, so my favorite play of the three WNBA games uh, and I know I said I have a two-teamer with Dallas in the over. I actually like this game to go over as well. Um, and, and so this is the game for me that I think is going to be uh, probably the highest quality played game today. And I think both of these teams are playoff teams this year. So what you got, Tati? Well, in my opinion... I somewhat disagree with you. I think one of these teams are going to win outright. Not like a 10-point blowout, but like a 6- or 7-point game. Okay. And that's my opinion. Okay. Um, from the DraftKings standpoint, this is definitely the game to um, stack up on. And for the Lynx, I still like Dangerfield at 8,100. She's been like, she's been performing very well. And when it comes to fantasy points, she's almost been outperforming her salary. So, definitely take her because she is getting very consistent with what she's doing. I also like the other S. Johnson. Not only Stella Johnson, but Shanice Johnson. <laughs> That's Good. why I got it mixed up there. Good. She's 5,800. Um, I know she's been playing pretty well. She's a small forward, power forward, so... We'll see how she does there. I do like her in this game. From the Mercury standpoint, I think that Skylar Diggins-Smith is going to go off in this game. I don't know what it is, but I think that way. She's 8,700 today. She's been, I don't want to say she's been quiet, but from what we expected her to do, she hasn't been doing it. So, in my opinion, I feel like this is the game where she's going to step up and gonna make it either a mercury win and if she doesn't then the links are gonna win okay that's my opinion okay i like your conviction that's something for all of you that have been listening in for quite some time and by the way we hope you're enjoying spotify half as much as we are <laughs> uh give tati a comment you know uh, and then we also take constructive criticism too feel free let us know yeah, what's you your see... thoughts on it? Exactly. Let's 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 get the conversation rolling. So, uh, Tati, I like your maturation process. Kind of like Dangerfield. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Pops. Well, anything else on that Lynx Mercury game? 
Because I don't no, have anything. No, but now that we're through three games, if you could only choose one player to build around from your DFS oh, landmark, are you still rolling with Sykes, or do you like someone more in the final game? Well, I, I really like Dangerfield as well. I okay. think I'd go so around So Tati's telling too. you to build your rosters around Sykes and Dangerfield. Is that correct? Yeah, and Skylar Smith. And Skylar. So there's three, <laughs> there's three pieces right there. Yep, there's three of your fantasy players. And you should have um, a decent amount of money left over after that, too. There from the drafting Even simple. better. <laughs> now, since we've covered the WNBA, let's go on to the NBA games today. All right, we'll be brief here. First game up, Brooklyn Nets against the Tornado Raptors. Don't call me Toronto Raptors. Tatiana, who you got? <laughs> you know, as much as I've been going with Brooklyn, you know... I'm going with Tornado. By the way, did you know Joe Harris left the bubble? Oh, I didn't. I actually didn't know that. When did this happen? Um, after their second game, I think it was the day after. He left the bubble for non-injury reasons. That's all I know. So, that makes it even worse for Brooklyn, in my opinion. Except for the fact that Tyler Johnson gets more playing time. Yeah, I mean, he's more of a creator, but I think in yeah. this situation, based on the way Toronto plays defense, I think he would rather have the shooter. Me too. Um, well, quite honestly, the Nets would rather have both of them. <laughs> um, plus, Joe Harris is like a veteran presence for Brooklyn, and they need that with their situation being on 0-2. Uh, honestly, if they don't win this game tonight, they're going to get swept. Um, and quite honestly, I think they're going to get swept. Uh, I like Toronto. That said, the Nets played a gritty game, I believe. I think it was a pretty close game. Uh, and I think they've covered. Uh, so yeah, it was one of four ninety nine when they perfect. played last. Yeah, they definitely covered. So Brooklyn's shown some grit. It's just they're overmatched. Toronto's legit. Yeah, they are. Next game we have the Denver Nuggets against the Utah Jazz. Tough game, right? Supposed to be the closest game of the day. Series tied one one. A little bit. This is kind of a swing game. Those odd number games in series tend to be the swing games. Um, <laughs> I feel like I've been wrong in this series so far. But I think both of us I'm have. I'm just going to go with who I think is going to win the series. And since obviously there's no home court advantage, um, I'm, going with, <laughs> I'm going with Utah. Okay, well, speaking of Utah, Mike Conley is back. How do you think that's going to affect the Jazz? Uh, just because he's a veteran and he is well-liked, it's it's, it's I only see it as a help and not a hindrance. Okay, well, I tend to agree with you. I think it's going to... Because Utah, for two games, got in the role of playing without him. With Donovan Mitchell, I feel like that could affect him a little bit. But I do think that Mike Conley is a pretty good player, and he fits in very well with that team. And I feel like they'll be able to adjust pretty quickly to that. So who you got? Um, <laughs> Look at Tati trying to get away from giving a pick. I know. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Denver Nuggets today, which I'm sure Utah will probably end up winning. Um, but I like Denver. A player that I mentioned last time that's still playing very well is Monte Morris. 3,800. I know that from the DraftKings side, if you're a good pick, then you get five times the fantasy points than your salary. Hopefully I said that right. Yeah. And Monte Morris has been getting six times his salary the past couple games. So, in that case, I like him. Okay. From the DraftKings side in the NBA. Good stuff. Next up, Celtics, Sixers. 
must-win game for the Sixers, pretty much. Yeah, I'm going with Boston. So am I. We haven't wavered one bit on our love of Boston in this series, and I'm not about to change now. <laughs> the more this goes on and the more things stay the same, the more pressure builds on Philly. Dude, I, I think that Boston's going to sweep them. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. Jason's yeah. Tatum. Man, he is really coming on strong. Yeah, he is. This Boston team's only going to keep getting better. I like Boston, and I like him by double digits again. I don't know about double digits, but I like Boston. Okay, well, I like him by double digits. Okay, well, I don't. <laughs> okay. Next up, we have the L.A. Clippers against the Dallas Mavs, as Lily would say, the unicorn team. The unicorn team comb-overs, as their mom would say. <laughs> so, this is the game, personally, I'm most excited to watch. I think it's going to be high theater, high drama. I'm going to have my movie-style theater popcorn ready Perkins to watch this game. popcorn. Because if you watch what happened in game two... <laughs> Luka Doncic at the end of the game, he was talking about how they're not fearing the Clippers at all. And Dallas has an offense that's legit. And the but longer Dallas hangs though. in there, the more pressure the Clippers are going to feel. I think this is going to be a fun one. I can't wait to watch it. But I got the Clippers winning. Okay, well, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to go with the Mavs. And in my opinion, I agree with Pops. This is going to be a really good game. I think that Pops was right. I feel like the refs are kind of favoring the Mavericks in the other game. Yes, I know that they won. Like, I think it was 128 to 111. I still know they won by 10 plus points. But, I mean, the refs were kind of on their side on that game. Well, but we called that, though, right? Because of what happened to Porzingis in game yeah. one. We projected that this would happen. So I think this is going to be... A I think it's, yeah, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be an evenly matched game to me. I um, agree. And in my opinion, because this is going to be a faster-paced game and a shooting type of game, I've got Seth Curry from the Mavericks. He's 3,900. He's been getting a decent amount of minutes with the Mavericks, and he's a shooter. So I, I like it. I like that pick. Sounds and, good. You got anything else to add? Or are we wrapping this up? We've we've given a I lot know, of information. So much info. Um, I know that from the golf standpoint, I saw that it, I think it was Munoz yesterday. Sebastian in, Munoz. Yeah, in his first seven holes, he had seven straight birdies, and that's unbelievable, right, Pops? That is. And then he went like bogey, par, 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 par. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> um. Speaking of golf, I know you got your friends on the Symmetra yes. Tour doing their thing right now. Uh, right right well. as we we're going on the air, Tati was able to follow one of her one of her her, her friends. Um, I think she's probably off to a good start if Tati is bringing her start. up. Um, and so credit to those young ladies that are doing their thing and chasing their dreams and the, you know, amazingly talented. More eyes should be on that. We're talking specifically about the Symmetra Tour. Uh, if you don't know, go look them up. They do some amazing things. Um, and then Tiger Woods is about to, he's going to be teeing off here as we wrap up this podcast. That's going to be fun later on today. Um, there's even, there's MMA going on this weekend. There's always stuff going on and thank goodness for sports being back. I know it, it's been a unbelievably, um, crazy year. Um, but it's nice to have some sports. I, I think this country, yes, this world, we definitely need our sports. That's for sure. 
And speaking of the Symmetric Tour, if you literally just search up Symmetric Tour Golf, you can go and access their leaderboard. I know that we were able to meet a, couple, a lot of different players, and all of them are super awesome. Um, so we love them. We love watching them. We can't wait for. We can't wait to see them again, and we wish them all good luck in this tournament. And right that's Symmetra. Bo- that's I, I, that's yeah. They're in Beaumont, so they're so S Y M E T R A, and then Tor T O U R. There you go. So what a shot! Search up, them up. Search them up because they're awesome. That's all I got. Way to go! Wrap this thing up. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Lucky number 24. And happy Friday. I hope you guys all have a great Friday and a good start to the weekend. And we will see you all tomorrow.